Hi, uh, this is Heidi McDonald of More to Come, PW Comics World's weekly podcast of comics culture. Uh, today I am reporting live from Detroit Fanfare in Detroit. Well, it's actually in Dearbur- uh, Dearborn. It's just down the road a bit. Uh, my first time ever here. It's the fourth year for the show. And um, we're enjoying Puffy Sunday, as we call it. But I'm sitting here with Craig Yo of Yo Books, um, who is a longtime historian, archivist, cartoonist, designer, what hasn't he done uh, in comics. Um, so, so Craig, what's keeping you up right now? What's, what's you know, what's, what's, uh, what are you working on at this moment? What's up next? Uh, what, why do they call it Puffy Sunday? Puffy I, I can, Sunday. Uh, puffy, puffy. Oh, yes. your eyes are, my eyes are puffy. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get it. Yeah. I, like, I, don't take pictures on Sunday is what I'm trying to say. No, so. but if it's Puffy Sunday, you yeah. might want to take I know. I wish it was Puffy photos. Sunday if they had that. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, what's keeping my puffy eyes open and excited is uh, we're doing a lot of horror books right now, Heidi, and uh, you know, there's so many great horror comics uh, before uh, Frederick Wortham and his friends shut him down. Uh, and so, in uh, the EC's God Bless Them, God Bless EC, mm-hmm. have been reprinted uh, many times over in beautiful editions, and uh, I think I bought them all. Uh, but there's so many other great uh, fascinating grizzly right. horror stories that haven't been reprinted, so we're compiling a lot of those. Right, right. So uh-huh. our, new, our new book is Jack Cole, which you know, of course is famous for Plastic right. Man, but no one knows, but the last work of his career, and brilliant in the comic book field, was uh, horror comics. So really? We've collected all those. Oh, is that out yet, or is that yes, imminent? it's, it's out. just out? Okay, yeah. what's the name of it? I, I, you put out... Uh, Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You tell me No, the no, go ahead. No. Uh, it's called Jack Cole's Deadly Horror. Okay. Jack Cole's Deadly Horror. Uh, published uh, via IDW? Yeah, yeah. We, the... have, I, we have an imprint uh, at IDW called Yo Books, as mm-hmm. I think you know. And yeah. uh, they, we love those good people there, and they published uh, that. But uh, the reason why I was going to make a joke is, like, you put out so many books. I mean, how do you find time to have so many projects? Well, Heidi, uh, I, 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 here's my secret. I go for quantity, not quality. <laughs> there you go. And what do you? <laughs> so, yeah. No, you know the truth is, my simple answer, another simplistic, stupid answer, used to be, but it's there's some truth to it. Is I people would always ask me, how do you do so many books and so many other projects? I, I my answer is, no TV. Uh... I, I get so much more done without TV. Now I now uh, at 62 years old, I have two uh, infants, infants, or sweet peas, as they like to call And so they're, they're cutting down on my uh, uh, output a little bit, but we're, st- we're yeah, still... A we're different still... kind of output, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, you know, I told some... Uh, a guy told me I do so many books that I met at the San Diego Con, and I said, yeah, and I was telling him, oh, yeah, but I have two little kids that are kind of curtailing. He goes, well kids and all these books, I, I see what you're into. I, I go, y- yes? He, goes, he says, you're into reproduction. <laughs> oh, dear. I, th- I thought that was well oh, played. So I'm into reproduction. Now, who do you find is the audience for your books? I mean, is it, is it mostly like old, you know, old-timey, you know, students of Mort Meskin? Um, or, I mean, are younger comics aficionados kind of rediscovering some of the older cartoonists like Jack Cole? I mean, you know, what's yeah, the that's, audience? What's exciting to me is that a lot of young people are all of a sudden realizing that you know, there's a lot of really great stuff in the, from uh, comics past, and, and uh, a lot of artists, you know, they, they're a big part of my audience. Uh, 
comic book artists and the animators who, you know, just to really appreciate how great uh, s some of the, the old school guys could draw, mm -hmm. you know, right. and tell a story. So I, but a lot of young, art, I, I was, I, that's one of the reasons I started doing these books because I wanted to keep the old school alive, and I, I thought, uh, I, I don't love so many current things, and I, even I've talked about that before, and, and I feel like, well, if I could show the, these young artists mm -hmm. what what can be achieved, you know, right. what the, you know, give them a, a, a bar to uh, raise mm -hmm. the bar, you know, by showing them the, the, the good old stuff, uh, you know, then I'd be doing a service to the comics <laughs> world to, right. you know, More the, the, yeah, that, that they can get inspired by. Mm -hmm. and so, so that, as a result, a lot, a lot of young artists buy my work. Right. Interesting. I mean, do you find that, uh, I find there's a lot of more academic interest in comics as well now. I mean, yes. I just met someone today who's doing their PhD in comics history. And, um, um, I mean, it seems like they would also, you know, feel, feel that's got a niche as well. Yeah, I, I just met a guy today, he's from Columbia here, in, 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 or in Chicago, rather, uh, University. He teaches writing there, and mm -hmm. he says he, he shows my book on about kids' comics. I did a book called Classic mm -hmm. Crazy Cool Kids' Comics, all spelled with a K. Mm -hmm. And uh, he says he sh shows that to his class as, you know, as, 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 as what can be done. So, yeah, there's the, definitely a... The, the academic guys. Mm -hmm. So who's, uh, I mean, are there any cartoonists that you feel are really still neglected that you need to uncover, you know, any lost, uh, you know, famous book is um, It's a Good Life You Don't Weaken by Seth, which, where he was going after a fictional cartoonist, um, it turned out, you know, it was a bit of a hoax, but, but is there, uh, do you have any kind of lost cartoonist that you're still on a quest for? Uh, well, I, I just when, when I go back, I'm I'm gonna sign off on the proofs uh, for uh, a, 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 a book that collects a strip called Jackie's Diary, mm -hmm. and it, a lot of people here said, "What's your next book?" I go, "Jackie's Diary." They go, "What?" Mm -hmm. But it turns out this strip was drawn by Jack Mendelson, who uh, he he was the. Uh, writer, co-producer of uh, Three's Company. He mm -hmm. wrote for Rowan and Martin's Laughing. He wrote for Carol Burnett. Uh, and uh, and he, he, he co-wrote uh, The Yellow Submarine. So he's a brilliant, oh, wow. brilliant writer. Mm -hmm. Right, that guy. But no one knows that he also did a, a comic strip. Mm -hmm. So we've, he, he, And luckily he squirreled away the color proofs of, of the whole two-year two run, wow. which we're reprinting. So, you know, he's another uh, unknown genius. He's, he's quite famously well-known in, mm -hmm. in, in the entertainment field right. of movies and TV, but uh, as for his comics, he's, you know, he's, the work is uh, unjustly forgotten, so we're, we're excited about that right. as an example. Right, that's cool. Uh, you know, recently I was at the Library of Congress, and uh -huh. we were looking through their archives, which are incredible, um, but they have an amazing collection of turn-of-the-century cartoonists. Oh, and I yeah. mean, there's still a lot of very little-known, obscure, like, unbelievably great stuff from, from yes. that era as well. I, Newspaper. I love that stuff, and I'm a big collector of that stuff, and uh, uh, all those guys. Uh, but it, some, I do have to, even though there's a lot of unknown geniuses, and I, I obviously kind of bring to front a lot of them as I, as I can, there has to be kind of a, a modern hook to it, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, to, mm -hmm. to engage the right. people. So it's some of the brilliant geniuses that I would love to publish, I just don't have an angle that I right. feel like I can do a book on them. And, and it's tragic, 
Because uh, their stuff is just beautiful art for the sake oh, of beautiful yeah. art. Yeah. And, but it's in black and white, and it's kind of pictures a, a, a time that seems, you know, too quaint or yet doesn't relate. Yet, yet the, the draftsmanship of those turn of the century guys is just like jaw dropping. And I'm sure you. I've been. To, to, to Library of Congress, my friend Sarah there gave me has given me tours too, and I always call for some of those guys I know that you you must have seen and uh, T. S. Sullivan, yeah, and yeah. Clay, and all these guys, and, and you know your your jaw just drops when you see those originals, and uh, yeah, uh, but it, it's sort of hard to do a, a, a I'm sorry to say commercial right book about some of these guys right, and also they would have to be printed at such a large size too. Yeah. I mean I know. Um, Forgetting his name, but the guy who does the he did the Little Nemo uh, reprint, and he's he's done some books, but they're huge and they're very expensive. Yes, right, 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 right. So yeah, but um, uh, well, so I mean, yeah, what else though? Uh, um, I mean, what about your own cartooning or art, artistry or design? I mean, are you doing any of your own cartooning? It sounds like you're pretty busy with two little kids and you know your own line of books. Asking, you know, I uh, when I was a kid, I, I was very interested in comics history as, as a young kid. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so, and I put out fanzines, and I feel like my books now are like me still putting out my fanzines, except kind of glorified. And I am right. designing those, so I bring in design. I love to design things, but as far as drawing, I also, when I was a young kid, wanted to be a cartoonist. Thought I did mm -hmm. anyway, and and uh, so I've I've done comics and comic strips and this and that, and I like I want to do more. I, I was telling uh, my my wonderful partner and wife in in our pursuits. Uh, the other day, like, gee, I'd like to maybe try to devote one book a year uh, to, to my own work. Uh, maybe uh, after we get a couple of big projects that we do have going right now uh, out of the way. And uh, it'll probably be my worst selling book. Right. <laughs> but I feel like I sort of, right, uh, right. you know, want to do it to make, make my artistic statement. Because one of the reasons I started collecting all this stuff when I was a kid is because I wanted to get inspired from my own work. So I. I feel like you know, my work has been, has is informed by these guys, and so uh, that's another way to, to, to show what I love, I guess. Right, right. Um, Craig, after Jackie's diary, uh, anything announced that we can talk about? Uh, 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 at any one time, we're working at, on four or five, five books, and... Uh, Trying to remember what else is coming out. So, <laughs> That's I, so I, much I, coming we're out. We're collecting. A, uh, we do this series, of floppy comic books, which is a lot of fun for me to do, since that's how I got turned on to comics, uh, called Haunted Horror, and, mm -hmm. and now we're collecting uh, 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 the, the the floppy issues into hardback books with extra added bonuses and like original art and stuff. So that's coming out soon. The, the first collection of Haunted. These horror. are again old old horror comics, right? Yeah. Yes. And that the uh, intro by that is by Jerry Only of the Misfits. Nice. So nice. Th that's kind of a nice uh, tie-in. Well, so uh, that's coming out soon. And uh, huh? well, Pop, our Popeye volumes—they continue to come out, uh, which collect the old Bud Sagendorf mm -hmm. uh, Dell comic books. So the, the third one of that uh, uh, is going to be in stores uh, momentarily. Right. And the other projects, I, I don't know, I, I once, Rick Griffin uh, was kind of a role model to me, and I'd always ask him, like, oh, what are you going to work on next? And, and uh, he said, I, I don't want to tell you because I, right. I'd like to do it. Mm -hmm. And if I tell you, it sort of takes the, 
the drive to, to, to get it out there and make it incredible right. out there. Right. So I sort of like, I sort of like to, you know, I'm working on four or five books, but I kind of like to keep them under wraps so I can, can put the spring energy. Spring them on the world. Yeah, and, in, into the books themselves, and right. like you said, spring yeah. them on the world. Well, a rare quiet moment for Craig Yo here at, uh, <laughs> relatively quiet here at Detroit Fan Fest. Um, but thanks so much, Craig. It's a great pleasure to talk to you, Heidi. I'm a big fan of your blog. All right, cool. Um, hi, this is Heidi McDonald at um, PW Comics World. And I'm here at Detroit Fan Fest with Jeffrey Brown. Now, Jeffrey, you have a whole bunch of Star Wars humor books. Do you, uh, do you have to dig down deep to find the humor for Star Wars? I mean, Star Wars is so, uh, is so popular. I mean, how do you find uh, new humor for Star Wars? <laughs> uh, uh, just people walking by asking for directions. By, yes. Yes. And, uh, you know, I, I grew up with Star Wars, and um, even, you know, a lot of uh, what I drew growing up in, in high school, my friend and I did a comic, and it was a humorous comic, and we pulled in Star Wars references and Star Wars characters. So um, for me, you know, it's, it's easy. I love drawing these things, it's fun. It's a, it's a change of pace from some of the other work that I do that's more serious. And it's like with Jedi Academy, it's just, you know, taking my own real-life experiences and sticking them in the Star Wars universe. So, um, you know, it's like there's stuff that actually happened to me that I could have written as an autobiographical story, and I'm just well, fiddling with it. Well, it really did have... I love that. I found that book so charming. I mean, it had a very real feel to it, and, uh, you know, it definitely seems to have found an audience. Uh, <laughs> But um, do you have, I mean, at a show like this, do you have kids coming up to you? Uh, yeah, what yeah kind lots of, of kids, and, and it's, uh, you know, I think the, the response from kids is, is amongst the most gratifying response you can get. It's just, you know, they're so enthusiastic. They haven't been around a lot, long enough to become too jaded, and, um, you know, they, they just really, when they love something, they just throw themselves into it and love it, and um, that's really, right. it's do you, um, but I mean, you did mention your other serious work. I mean, you are, you know, you originally became known for your autobiographical comics. Uh, I mean, are you still working in that that um, line of work? Or, I mean, how do you balance the two? Yeah, well, I mean, I one of the books that came out last year was uh, Matter of Life. Or was that this year? I lose track. I yeah. guess it was this I think year. that might have come out this year, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Happy Blur. So, um, you know, I... I still have that interest, and I've, I've always kind of gone back and forth from some more serious to the more humorous and autobiographical to parody, and um, right now it's kind of tilting a little bit just because of, of the other Star Wars projects I'm signed up for, like two more Jedi Academy books to make it a series, and um, working on a bedtime storybook for, to follow up Darth Vader and Son, so um, yeah, it's... Uh, it's yeah. Um, if, uh, so, uh, do you, I mean, I've always been a fan also of your books like Change Bots, and I mean, my personal favorite, Big Head, one of your earlier superhero stories, uh, I mean, do you have any plans to kind of do your own humorous books, sir? Yeah, eventually, I mean, it's, uh, um, yeah, I have an, I, I have ideas, and it's just, you know, I, I just follow the opportunities and kind of try and balance that with whatever I feel like doing. So, you know, right now I'm not burnt out on Star Wars yet, mm -hmm. and um, 
it's easier to keep the momentum on those books. Right. Just just keep doing them and then let the those other ideas percolate a little longer. Right. Do you I you know, I've talked about this with a few people, but it actually dawned on me, like I think it was at San Diego Comic Con, where it dawned on me that, you know, Star Wars these movies that came out thirty years ago and uh, yet we quote them constantly. I mean, it's not a day goes by that people don't say things from Star Wars. And then they'll be like, you know, oh, what a, uh, you know, hive of den and iniquity. Or, you know, there'll be like, like random lines, you know, yeah. that have just become so, so ingrained into us. And I can't think of, I mean, it's almost like the Bible. You know, I mean, it seems like before Star Wars, people quoted the Bible and Shakespeare all the time, yeah. but now we quote Star Wars. I mean, do you have any any theories as to why this has become so universal in our culture? Well, I mean, I think, you know, it's... I, I, I guess I would think that it's, it's just kind of our contemporary mythology. So, you know, the ancient Greeks had their Greek gods and... Um, you know, the Egyptians had their myths, and so uh, apparently ours are <laughs> Star Wars. So, you know, um, it's just, it, it just the speed of technology. It just, uh, it just uh, disseminated faster, so. Right, right. Um, I, do you, uh, I mean, are you going to watch the new movies? Are you going to do any Jar Jar humor? I mean, are you going to bring in other, um, you know, a uh, little Django Fett or something? Yeah, there'll be a little, little bit more of the prequel stuff in the next book and, and if, if I do another one following up Darth Vader and some that's humorous um, I think I would have to start digging in that and stop so, mining the, the original trilogy as much yeah. here we go um, you know how do you how do you view um, I mean you came out of the you know, very strong indie cartoonist scene and now you're kind of like this book guy I mean did you find that a comfortable transition um I mean, obviously, you've had it's, a lot of success, so uh, yeah, couldn't be that uncomfortable. But it's still—I think it's still tough. Um, I think the hardest part for me is just realizing what I can say no to, and and how you know. When I started, I would say yes to everything, go everywhere I could, do you know, and um, it was also before I had kids, so I had a lot more time and. Now it's just even coming to a show like this is a is a um, something that I don't know that how how much more of this I can handle just taking yeah. away so much work time and, yeah. and the work time builds up. So. How many shows were you at this year? Um, enough that I I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> Probably uh, it's five or six so far, plus you know some signings right, and stores right. and. Yeah. Different things, and then. Were you at SPX? Was it SPX? I think I glimpsed you there, and never. Even that show is kind of super busy now. So yeah, that was like, a very busy show. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I, I guess that's another question that a lot of cartoonists are facing now, though. I mean, obviously you have a new book out, so you do have to do a certain amount of touring or appearing for that. But um, there's so many comic shows, and you, you know, you're definitely one of the more popular guests here. Um, I mean, so, I mean, how, is it, you know, for next year, how are, you, how are you going to, you know, be more selective about it, you know? What, what um, makes a show you have to go to? Well, I think next year, I'm actually just going to really, I mean, kind of take a year off. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll do San Diego, mm -hmm. um, just because San Diego is always worthwhile. Mm -hmm. And then I'll probably do the ALA and BEA. Mm -hmm. 
I'm guessing, and then um, maybe C2E2 just because I live in Chicago, right. and then beyond that, I might I might just try and say no to everything I possibly can. <laughs> um, just, you know, for the sake of, of my sanity and my family's sanity. And, right, um, right. And, you know, just to this year, um, not just work-wise, but travel-wise right. has been... Yeah, it's, and I'm not it's, done, so. yeah, it's grueling. I mean, yeah, I, a lot of us are in the same boat. Um, you just did a panel. Um, can you tell us what that that was about? Uh, yeah. Oh, so the panel was uh, an attempt to draw 100 Star Wars characters in an hour, and um, I think the hardest part was actually trying to think of <laughs> characters to draw. Yeah. At some point, you know, it's you know, even though you know the movies front and back, like. Mm up on stage trying to think of them offhand. And even people in the audience were throwing out suggestions. Then they throw out suggestions of characters from the prequels or mm. expanded universe, I have no idea. Yeah, like Miranda J, DeMar, those, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I got I got six, about 60 done, so. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, have you ever done this before? This is the first I, time? I haven't. It was just I, something I thought about doing for a while just because I... I've developed shorthand uh -huh. versions of a lot of the characters when I'm signing books, and I thought it'd be fun a fun thing to try. Yeah, well, there you go. Even while you're trying to slow down, you're speeding up, so, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's hard. Well, thank you so much, Jeffrey. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, thanks for talking to me. Okay, there we go. That's good. Be sure to check us out on iTunes Absolutely. and on you our website. Absolutely. www.publishersweekly.com slash comics. And we will see you next episode. And because guess what? There is more to come. <laughs>